just a little tidbit from the first reading and then we'll touch on the gospel mostly that um, just notice that St. Paul when he mentions things in his letter he starts off his letters and several times throughout his letters he'll say things like grace to you and peace from God our Father if you're a Catholic you would say and with your spirit because that's where we get the greetings in the Mass they come from St. Paul's letters the peace of the Lord, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God the Father, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit they all come from the way the Christians would greet each other in the very beginning. So we kept those things in our liturgy, in the way we live out our Christian life. And those little details, there are some roots to those things. In the reading, obviously, our Lord's compassion for the sick, and you notice how we go around healing the sick, and he wouldn't just snap his fingers and they were healed, he would like touch them, lay hands on them. Any reference to a sacrament that you're familiar with for the sick, where you lay hands on them, maybe anoint them with oil? The apostles learned from Jesus. From his example, they followed his example, and the church today continues to do what he did. And it looks a little bit like the way he did it. So that's where the sacrament of the anointing of the sick comes from. But I appreciate the fact that, you know, as he healed two, three, or four people, do you think the need for healing in that town increased? Do you think the demand for it increased or decreased? It increased. What was Jesus' reaction as the work increased? Did he make himself more available to the people, having less time for prayer? Or did he turn it around? And he spent more time in prayer in order to better serve the people or to make sure that even as the busyness was increasing, he wasn't getting carried away by the busyness. And in fact, when he left that morning and took a little retreat and disappeared for a while, and the people who were like, wait, we demanded, we need you, we need, aren't you going to save us? Who can do it if you don't do it? We need you. You have no right to leave. He didn't listen to the people's needs. That wasn't his first priority. And it's not our first priority. His first priority is not always to do the nice thing or the right thing or the good thing. The first priority is to do God's thing for you. That's your first priority. So you need time with God intimately to really listen and discern and make sure it's the voice of God that we're following, not the voice of the needs of a thousand little tiny ones or little big ones or other crowds or needs or people who demand our time. And his attitude is not one of, let me be the Savior and take care of all these needs. His attitude is, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Where do you want me to go today? Whatever you tell me, I will do. Wherever you go, I will follow. And we can lose that attitude. Even as Christians, we can lose that attitude. Lord, please bless my work today. Lord, I'm going to be doing this day. Could you please bless it? Give a little extra dose of grace. See, the other way around. I'm not in the steering wheel. I'm not in the driver's seat. I'm in the passenger seat. We need a retreat. If you haven't, hashtag retreat. If you haven't signed up for a retreat, like, do it. By the, before the end of this year or next year. Like, before the end of the fiscal year, at least, you know? Look for a chance to go to three or four days of quiet retreat. Well, Father, but my kids need me. I mean, they do, but you need to be doing what God needs you to do. So how do you figure that out? Other than spending more quality time with Him. It's not impossible, but sometimes in our busy first world America, we're like, no, I can't do that. We need desperately to do that. 
and we're full of anxiety today, there's so much busyness today, and there's so little time to listen and simply follow where He's leading me. May the Lord teach us, because sometimes the Father leads us where, where a logical person would say, yeah, that's where you need to go. Sometimes the Father says, no, you're needed somewhere else in my will. And if you don't leave, you're keeping someone else from doing what I need them to do. Right, Ali? Right. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.